1: Learn more at marines.com. All right, guys. Welcome to Cast and Drink Podcast. It's with me, Nick Trujillo, and co-host Justin. What's up? And we have Matt with Angler Clothing, Sierra Slammers, and Bait Pro. Bait Pro. Yeah, almost fucked it up. (laughs) And then we have Daniel (laughs) with Redemption Swimbaits. Hello. So, uh... This month, I want to try to release some some uh, local companies, I think, that are really cool. And uh, maybe some people haven't heard of them. And I, uh, Daniel's uh, been a real super cool guy. When I first got into making baits, I messaged him a couple times, and he actually got back to me and gave me some pointers. And Matt's always been super positive promoting, and uh, I like his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, Thank you. So we'll start with Matt. Let's uh, start on your fishing career. How did you start? fishing and uh tell us about how you got to that point where you're at now
0: uh so my dad started me fishing when i was i was probably two or three years old he started taking me to local lakes in san diego uh trout fishing primarily we'd go to the lagoons every now and then Mm -hmm. throw squid whatever uh so i did that with him till i was probably 10 or 11 and then uh i started bass fishing pretty much all the way till i was about 17 And uh, in in between all that, doing a lot of the harbors and lagoons, halibut fishing, and then uh, started going up to the Sierras a lot, Uh camping, getting into the trout fishing. Pretty much from there, it was just like, you know, I was kind of over surf fishing, lagoon fishing, and (laughs) I just started trout fishing a lot. And uh, I've been doing that consistently since I was 20. So probably about 16 years now, Uh just doing the trout scene. Uh, A few years ago, I started fishing for the ultralights, and when I left fishing for them, I started angler. I always knew I wanted to do something in the fishing scene. I just wasn't sure what uh-huh. I knew. I didn't want to make baits. I, I, I didn't really know if I'd be good at that. Uh-huh. And I've always liked artwork, stuff like that. So started angler, not really sure what it was going to do. And it kind of took off a lot faster than I was ready for. Uh, I didn't have money to dump into it. Yeah. Uh. So I just started it as like a side hobby and before I knew it, orders were coming in, and I was like, "Fuck! How am I going to finish this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is not good." Yeah. That so happens, man. I do everything in house, still do. Uh, when I first started, I was having it outsourced, but I couldn't afford it. Yeah. And so uh, I ended up taking out a loan, getting all my stuff, and doing cool. it doing it in the garage. And, like I'm uh, doing
1: it right here. You guys are the first uh, podcast out of the home studio. Nice. So nice. So so what an good. honor. it's super red yeah yeah, i appreciate it so that's super cool so you you do everything in-house do you print them too yeah so you're actually doing the screen printing everything oh i do it's it's heat press okay but
0: yeah i do i do everything the hats everything right in the right in the garage (laughs) oof Got my man. little office about the same size as this. Yeah. It's just a fucking clusterfuck of shit. So I
1: yeah. should open the garage door for you guys. You guys would be like, oh, fuck. Uh, it's no, just it's, tools it's, stacked everywhere. And then a little man. section with my fishing Yeah, shit, that, right? I got Everybody my little section to of all my
0: work shit and, <laughs> yeah. and then my rods across the wall. And it's like, that's my zone. That's, yeah, that's where yeah. I go. So, yeah, I started that. And then uh, I've known the guys at Bait Pro for a long time. Um, they're, they... They've been in the carp and catfish game for a long time, and uh-huh. then, uh, so they're coming into the trout scene and and hit me up and and asked if I would try out their stuff again, and that was at the beginning of this year. And it, it's it's a really good product, so I started fishing for them, and then they got me connected with Sierra Slammers, uh-huh. and that's pretty much all I do. I mean, I fish a lot of the derbies and tournaments and stuff, but I'm just super passionate about you know the trout fishing scene yeah, right that's now. Cool. But I do go hit the the surf sometimes in the ocean. And yeah you know, all that stuff. But yeah. And you
1: grew up down.
0: I grew up in Vista, which is North County, San Diego. And then I lived in Oceanside for a long time. Mm -hmm. So growing up down there, you know, we have all the lakes down there and then the the ocean on top of that. So it was just back and forth for a long time. Yeah, that's awesome. And then uh, since I moved up to Temecula like two years ago, pretty much just been hitting the lakes, bass fishing, trout fishing.
1: Yeah. I got a lot of good lakes up that way too. That's where I started getting serious about fishing was Skinner, DVL. Yeah. My favorite lake of all time. Not let many people go there, but at the, I caught my PB there. It was a uh, Henshaw.
0: Oh yeah, man.
1: So this was before it. it, it uh, got Back when really there was water low. in it. This was probably about se- seven, eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. I was I caught an eight pound largemouth there. That's oh the wow, that's time. a nice
0: bass out of like. Oh
1: dude, but no one would fish bass there yeah. for a while. So you'd throw the LV three uh, hundreds on the aerator mm-hmm. we catch like 30 bass in a day like, yeah it'd be fucking awesome
0: because everyone goes there for catfish and crappie Yep, yeah.
1: and it's a fun lake it's yeah. like and the structure when it's filled up you can get way in the back like, oh yeah it's like oh there's a skiffs. lot of structure in that place I ate shit on one of those gifts <laughs> <laughs> but i'll give my my buddy roger props he he's he got me into fishing he took me to that lake and then wilford too that oh man. One.
0: That's, I consider that my home lake. I love that lake. That's yeah. a fun lake. Dude. It's a great yeah. bass lake and yeah. people don't really like it because it's, it's murky water, but yeah. technically that's because it's a healthy lake. Mm-hmm. You know, the clear lakes are the ones that are not healthy. <laughs> but Wolford, Wolford's got great bass fishing. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not afraid to tell anyone. That's not a secret or anything, but they've caught over the summer. Hey, if you I go ble- on their website I
2: before,
1: if you listen to the podcast, I've, <laughs> the, the, dolphins, the dolphin sound. <laughs> so, uh, how about you, Daniel? Let's talk about your fishing career and how you started.
3: For me, it all started. My uncle, he used to take me when I was a kid. Uh-huh. He was an avid fisherman, both fresh and saltwater. Um, he would even, I remember a story my grandma would always remind me of. I was like two years old. He uh-huh. took me out to some creek. I hooked into something. I don't know what it was. It could have been a bluegill or a little <laughs> trout or something. <laughs> But as soon as I saw the fish, I freaked out and threw the rod in. So, you know, it started at a very young age. Um, and then when I hit four or five years old, he kept taking me out to places like down where we are, uh, Rose Valley. It was uh-huh. a man-made like They had three little lakes. They would always stock them. So they had trout, catfish, stuff like that. Um, he would take me up there. He'd take me to Lake Casitas, um, or he would run me out to one of the you know, half day boats. Yeah. And, you know, that's where I got started. And then my grandma, once he wasn't really around too much, she would just to give me something to do. Cause video games were a no to her, (laughs) no video games, no nothing. So she was like, I'm going to keep you outside. So she took me, you know, to the pier Uh or she'd take me to the lake for like an hour or so. But yeah, that's where I got started. And then after that, um, my buddy Grant, me and him have been friends for since we were three and his dad got all into fishing. Uh So he bought a little aluminum skiff and we were go cruise the lake. (laughs) I mean, honestly, all those years, I don't think we ever caught anything. (laughs) But we always had hope. Like we were out there just chasing whatever. Yeah, And since he didn't know what he was doing, we didn't know what we were doing. So, I mean, it was just always fun. And then, uh, as I got older, Kept at it and then Uh started doing mostly freshwater, you know, go up to Lake Piru or Lake Castaic and chase bass, Um, figured out a good spot at Castaic. And, you know, we'd go up there, but then I really stopped fishing for, I want to say like six or seven years. I would go like once in a blue moon, go camping or something.
1: Is that during your high school time? Yeah,
3: high school, got into the punk scene. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like the same... Uh, yeah, the same it's a really high school. story. Part- <laughs> partying was way more fun than anything. And then, uh, yeah, actually, up until the time I was like 21, like fishing was just a sporadic thing. Yeah. And then just a couple of years ago, my grandma passed away, and that's what really took me back to fishing.
1: That's cool, man.
3: Yeah, because uh, once she passed, like... I didn't want to be around anybody. Yeah. I just wanted to go do my own thing. Did your
1: grandma help raise you? She like, was well, my she, mom. She was your mom. Yeah. So that, that's oh, that's, wow, that's a big bro. deal, man. Yeah.
3: Like my parents, they're both, you know, drug addicts and alcoholics. Uh-huh. They're gone. Uh, to me. So <laughs> at your, least. your grandma yeah. who stepped in. She and took she raised of... me. Oh, she fine. made sir made sure I was on the straight and narrow all the time. And uh yeah, she really pushed me just to whatever I thought would help just to do it. Yeah and that's how she was.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, dude. that is awesome.
3: So, that's what really got me into it. And then, like I said, before uh the whole thing that got me into it was just I got tired of spending money.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
3: I was like, why go buy these baits at, you know, tackle store or Walmart or uh-huh. wherever when I can just make them for the same price? Yeah. So, I started just making them for myself and then, you know, just went from there. That's and cool. Once I got my first calico on a swim bait, it was over with. <laughs> yeah. It was on I don't remember what it was. I think it was a super fluke or something. Yeah. Got a calico. Uh, done for. Well. <laughs> like I started okay, I want to fish swim baits every day.
1: Yeah. And then yeah, that's uh, cool, here I am man. now. Yeah. Well let's talk to you, Matt, about uh trout fishing since you're pretty avid trout veteran, you know, like uh, I think it's super cool to have you on because you're the first trout guy on the podcast. Yeah, I wasn't so. sure how, how that would go. Uh, <laughs> well, it's cool because we don't want to be considered just a calico bass or just a saltwater bass right. podcast. I love fishing.
2: Everything. Yeah, and there's a lot of you know? trout heads down here in San, yeah. in
0: Southern California. Um, so uh, all through middle school and high school, my grandparents lived up in Oregon on the mm-hmm. Saniam River with just full of steelhead and their backyard was about a stone's throw away. Oh, so while my friends, I mean, I surfed probably from the time I was in fifth grade till up until a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. So, you know, they'd be hanging out all summer long and surfing and <laughs> I'd be out <laughs> <laughs> the whole three months up in Oregon, just fishing oh, steelhead every day. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then, so that, that kind of got it going. But I think I was like, I don't know, 20 or 21, I caught my first double-digit trout on two-pound line. Two-pound line? Two-pound line, it fucking blew my mind. Wow. I could not believe the fight and how it felt and just the victory that I felt from it. And so thats I just started chasing big trout. How long did that take you? Uh, I think that one took me... The first one I caught wasn't very long. It was like 15 minutes to reel it in. But the biggest one I got was like 14.6, and that took me a good 30 minutes.
1: You know, I remember uh, when Instagram first started, well, not first started, but when I got more into the fishing, Right. always seeing those trout guys, is it lip rippers or Mm -hmm. those guys? And I'd watch those videos and be like, fuck, I think I want to fish trout, dude. They they had some fucking awesome videos of some big trout. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So that's, um, a lot of guys have the perception that trout fishing is a lot of 10 inch trout and they're a pound and what a waste of time and anybody can do it, but yeah you know, if you put in the time and really watch the stocks or like, I like, I go up to the Sierras a lot and Uh hunt the big ones up there. Um, if you really put in the time and start catching big ones, you know, it can, it can become obsessive. Like a lot of the guys now that are with the calicos and the spotties, it's really obsessive exactly. where when I fished the lagoons a lot, it was all about halibut. And if you got a spotty, you're kind of bummed out. Like, <laughs> oh fuck. That's yeah. not what I was going for. Where now yeah. it's like, I see how it caught on and how popular it is. And a lot of my buddies that are down in, you know, Carlsbad and shit still, they, uh-huh. they're all about the spotties. I mean, they, they get a halibut and they're like, Oh, Cool but a spotty they're fucking yeah, pumped on, you know, yeah. that's their bag. And so I I see it because when I was younger I was into bass fishing and trout fishing was like, "Huh, fuck that. It's boring." Yeah. And then once I started fishing them just like bass fishing, I was like, "Okay, this is the same <laughs> style but with lighter gear." and a lot of my bass buddies that just cap on me for trout fishing i'm like fuck you dude i've
1: caught three double digit trout this year how many big bass hey, have my, you caught trout for bigger than your uh, bass yeah you know and you're fishing 15, if you're about pound, 15 time, bro, pound i got line. It right here for you right.
2: <laughs> so yeah it's just uh, i like
0: fishing everything um but for some reason, just trout just really, really grabbed me. And, and I think it's a lot of it is like my wife and my daughter are into it too. Uh-huh. And we go up camping up in this year. It's probably three or four times throughout the year. It's got to
2: be fun, man.
0: Yeah, it's really epic. And uh, we just started really spreading out up there and doing like mammoth and all that stuff. in this last year, our normal lakes just weren't producing uh-huh. numbers or quality. And we started going up into mammoth and just finding tanks around the shoreline. And it was And just, you
1: do a lot of your fish, most of it, majority of it shore fishing. Uh yeah, do you I hit mean, hit, from a boat. We do the boat a lot too. Uh
0: oh, our our lakes down there like Wolford, Poway, uh Dixon, Jannings, we, we pretty much get boats at those lakes. And
1: since I don't know much about trout do you fish it the same way from the shore or is it kind of different when you're on a boat fishing for trout? Uh, it's pretty much the same. same
0: yeah. yeah. The only thing in the boat is you have a totally different retrieve. You know, you're not going to the shoreline. You're yeah. going sideways away from yeah. it. And I think that's a big benefit. Almost like the
1: same as bass fishing. Same thing like yeah.
0: like when you were fishing with um, Leaveson the yeah. other day. And you, you know, how much casting down exactly. the, the jetties, you know, that's the same concept. you right. got a totally different retrieve. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we do the shore a lot too, but mostly in the boats. You know, yeah. get a little bit of an advantage on that. Yeah. And these yeah. stock trout, I mean, when they put them in, the first two days is wide open. You could go catch them on a cigarette butt. You know, <laughs> but after they get pressured, I mean, you see some of these pictures on Instagram of these lakes and they're packed. Oh, packed. Yeah, and they get man. pressured for three, four days straight. And then the bite shuts off. There's still thousands of fish in there. They're just not biting. Yeah. But that's when if you've you know been on the hunt for a while and know what you're doing, then you go yeah. in there and still catch them. And people are like, the fuck? How's this guy catching <laughs> trout next to me? I haven't caught a goddamn thing. And it's, I get it's, all pissed off. It's <laughs> the same thing as when I fish the ocean and bass. Yeah. You, know, you have the arsenal. Yeah, you have exactly. everything you need. Exactly. You don't have just that brand and that brand, and that's all you're using. You know. Definitely. So, yeah, it just, uh, I got obsessed with it like 10 years ago. Yeah, you know, That's just like... And I still haven't done Pyramid out in, out past Reno. That's uh-huh. My buddy just went for the first time. He's like, dude, you got to go out there. Have you seen any of those big cutthroats they pull out of there?
1: Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a lot to picture. Like to Fishy eat. Lee, when they yeah. went out there, they yeah. got like a 24-pounder or something like I'd that.
3: Drive I drive past that lake all the time. Oh, and I <laughs> was dude. like, one day I will fish you. <laughs> oh, man, it's, yeah, it's a you great know, It's like fishery. an hour from my house. And every time I drive by it, I'm like, damn it!
0: <laughs> yeah, so now I'm, more, I'm getting more involved uh, it, besides fishing, like with bait pro, I'm helping them. We're doing seminars and helping put on derbies. Oh, that's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, I just got connected with Sierra Slammers. So I'm going to help promote them all down through like San Diego and all the shops and lakes yeah. and stuff like that. So it, it, it goes beyond fishing for me with what I'm doing with angler and, yeah. and with bait pro and all those guys, uh. I just really like being involved in the whole fishing community. You know, it's just like with Angler this whole year. I wasn't, like I said, I didn't have a ton of money to dump into it. Uh So I'm not worried about getting in shops and making a ton of money off of it. I like donating to like charities and like warriors on the water. And, you know, I like doing that kind of stuff and just helping out the fishing community because I feel like it gave to me for so long Uh that at some point you got to kind of like you guys with the show, bringing on local companies, you know, like helping everyone out.
1: Yeah. We're the same thing. Like we we're not. This is just fun. This yeah. is like, to me, it's like when I played in band. And I had right. a band and I had a demo and I got to put it out and people came and it's moshed at my shows. Like, that was like what I lived for. So now it's like people listen to it and are stoked on it. That's the same. It's it's a huge pun. feeling pump. I get is when yeah, I am. used to punch someone in the head or something. <laughs> 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 when it's, this day, it's my new go. mosh pit, bro. There you go. Meet everybody, and <laughs>
2: hear like all the different ways people fish yeah and that's, stuff, and that's like, the
1: payment is that we get to the knowledge dude like, yeah i i'm like this shit is not gonna fucking work and then i watch people do it and i'm like fuck like <laughs> me and jeff when we were filming uh gary reyes gave us a bag of baits fucking super cool and i'm like i don't know how to fucking fish <laughs> so jeff's like all right let's go and he shows me and i'm like this is how I do. He's like, burn them, dude. So I'm burning them and fucking slam. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And I got, it was awesome, you know. I'm big ass beast hooks and fucking, you know.
0: Yeah, learning something new and, if uh, you know, something different. That's, and that's
1: what we're, yeah, the same thing. That's a really cool, like, outlook to have on, you know, yeah. having your company and just kind of just giving out. And I think that's a great way to advertise, too. You know? Yeah. Like, I think people are going to respect you trying to give back more than just trying to, like, promote with you know, big fish all the time or, Oh yeah. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just my point of view. You know, I'm not, not, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's spot on. It's totally spot on. Uh, You know, when I started angler, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I want to have a lot of designs Uh because a lot of the companies, the designs are really limited and there's a lot of great local companies around here. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I'm, I'm buddies with a lot of them like SD Pescador and Uh uh, bent rod brigade and, you know, several of the other guys. Um, and they, they're all really fair, really good guys, but there is some companies out there that are fucking huge, and they're just still charging an arm and a leg for their hats and their jackets, and it's like, why? <laughs> why are you making a ton of I money it, off fish fisherman? I,
1: I, I don't buy fish shirts for that reason. Like, thank God there's people like, uh, you know, Charles with Kelp. Yeah. He gave me, me and Justin, some cool shirts. So, I mean, but there's a, uh, yeah, it's a lot. And especially, like, I have a friend that uh, runs a screen printing company. Mm-hmm. A pretty big one they do a lot of big bands and stuff and that's where i get my shirts i'll just go get the fucked up ones and then
2: there you go there you go i
1: mean it's a little thing called dos bootleg where you know it has cool fucking like all kinds of movie like the butcher oh, okay, cool. from, uh, yeah you know and then uh so but I, I i can hear your your side the clothing side because i see how much it costs to make a shirt yeah and, and, of course, there's ideas, too. You know, like you see people getting their ideas ripped off, too. That's kind of fucked. Left and right. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> that's the that one thing when I sit down
0: on, on the computer and I start designing.
1: But you know what I like about yours? I feel like it's almost like uh, you have a, the colors you use are kind of.
0: It's super basic.
1: What co- You use like a red and a, a black. And a red, green.
0: black, blue, white. Um, we have a color, a couple like with the fish on them, you know, that's a totally different style of, and I
1: usually, when I see your shirts though, you had the, I think the color thing's really cool. You kind of make the same color, but maybe the design's a little different. Yeah, exactly. I like that. When I first started, I
0: had a lot of really colorful designs and they just weren't. They weren't popping like people uh-huh. just weren't digging them. Yeah, and so I, you know, my whole thing is like a lot of my tattoos are black and white. And yeah, I dig black and white. It's yeah. just that's how I was growing up, and so I started throwing a lot of my designs together like that, and they just started going crazy. Yeah, it's cool. I'm like okay, that's what they want. Just Keep it, <laughs> keep it simple. Keep it basic. Keep it and simple, stupid. It's been working so <laughs> yeah. far, so we'll, we'll see how the next year goes. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> we're just we're coming up on our one year. Uh, I guess I'm just counting it. The first of the year is our one year because yeah. December was like r&d last year you know i didn't even know what i was doing yeah so yeah one year and i think we're doing pretty good i think a lot more people know about acc than i actually think because i'm not i'm like behind the scenes with it you know what i mean i'm not yeah i'm not out there even
1: when you messaged me i'm like this is am i messaging the right guy because (laughs) i don't know who the owner is because usually they go hey this is so and so yeah, yeah you're like hey bro uh, good job, you know, and I fucking text you back and he's like, uh, I'm like, Oh, I fucking love your shirt company. Dude. Like, that's a fucking, you know? Yeah. A lot of people will talk to me
0: at like, I'll be at a lake or, or the lagoon or whatever. And, you know, they'll see my hat and they're like, Oh, I actually know the guy that owns that company. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, you do? <laughs> they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's my buddy. He lives down in Santee. And I'm like, Oh, that's my cousin. He's like co-owner. Yeah. You, know? You, you know, he helps me out. And they're like, Oh, okay, cool. You know? So I just stay behind the scenes. You know, a lot of, a lot of people now know who I am, but for the whole first six months i never put pictures of myself yeah, on there or yeah. nothing i just wanted to be out of it Definitely. but i think that's part of the reason why i don't see how big it's going
1: yeah because you're not looking for it yeah which is addicting too to fucking look <laughs> it, it don't get is me wrong when we first started we look at listens and i'll fucking look all the time I'm like oh 100 people listen yeah to like this you know now now yeah. it's, it, it's getting a lot we're getting a lot of listens so thanks that's to everyone yeah that's awesome yeah and we yeah like i said it's cool to have you guys on because we want to expand and and uh get more points of view you know because yeah. this is i mean we have a little fishery but some some people you know i like trout fishing more you know it's cool to get an opinion on different things you might try something new
0: Oh yeah, so yeah, definitely, yeah. And there's a lot of guys down here in SoCal that do both. Yeah, you know, summertime they're all about exactly. the ocean, and then wintertime they get they go hit the little regional parks yeah. and the lakes that stock just for something to do. Yeah, definitely. So it, it goes both ways. There's there's a lot of them down here.
1: And what about uh with redemption? What's your kind of a uh, outlook and how are you how are you doing? What's the promotion on it? What a uh, honestly you carry.
3: Honestly, with me, um, I mean, I. Run anything right now from a three inch up to a prototype (laughs) i want to call it a prototype because i'm still working on the damn thing yeah uh it's a seven and a half inch weedless wow um that bait like me and justin were talking about earlier it is a a bait in the works yeah that thing has been driving me nuts
1: for years you have a pool where you live no. Oh, that's even
2: worse. Um, dude. So I could imagine. No, it. The, the
3: best part is for me, the harbor is five minutes from my okay. house. Yeah. So I go out there when it's not windy, and I can throw a bait and test how it swims. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have I have revamped a bunch of my baits. The only one I swear that's still the same is the three inch. Uh huh. That's where I started. Yeah. And that bait's not changing. Yeah. It's it's, it's little. Produced- Yeah, yeah. it's it's little... Actually, my three-inch is what I got my PB on. Wow,
1: dude, that's super cool. And it
3: was off my break wall right there in my own backyard. Uh, (laughs) It was a 5.6-pound calico nice on the A-Rig. I caught that thing, and... (laughs) I mean, a lot of the bigger-name guys, like, don't get me wrong, they've lost bigger fish than I've caught. (laughs) But at the same time, like, to catch that thing in my own backyard, like, I love the hell out of it. I've been out to the islands. I've been out a couple times with buddies. It's just, for me, it's harder to get out to the islands. I'm, I shorebound every fucking day. (laughs) Every time I get to go fishing, like, you'll see me walking. Like, I have my kayak, but with conditions being the way they've been for me, like, I'd rather walk it. I've flipped my kayak way too many times, yeah. <laughs> but when it, yeah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got enough tackle at the bottom of the ocean to oh, lose anymore. Um, no, uh, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, it's just, it's just so much fun to, to just make new stuff. Yeah. I uh, I'll probably get in trouble for this, but at work I have some downtime so uh and we have a very nice machine shop so i'll go in there and i'll i'll you know make up some new baits and the funniest thing is is right now i have i think two or three new five inches Mm -hmm. just sitting on hold kind of just uh in the primer stage yeah i haven't finished them um but honestly like guys like gary and Mm especially the guys over at Pearl and everything like they're the ones that influence me. Yeah. And like, Gary helped me out from the start. And then like, I just asked him simple questions and he was so upfront and just helped me out. Just like, awesome. you know, when you asked me, yeah, I was, I was able to do that because basically I just wanted to pay it forward. Just like, no, definitely
1: man. That's so, cool.
3: but yeah, when it comes to everything, I'm, I'm a small guy. I'm in, yeah. <laughs> I'm in two shops Yeah, and both are, you know, 10 minutes from my house (laughs) nice i mean
1: you do you do online though too right
3: yeah i mean if guys hit me up online Mm -hmm. through you know instagram yeah i'm on there but i mean i don't have a website i don't have any of that i'm just i'm super small yeah um i mean i am definitely i want to push it to get a website and all that it's just like you were saying throwing all the money into it it's yeah i mean i'm i'm a bait maker on a budget I am a very, I like, I, I'd love to go out there and just drop tons of money into this, uh-huh. but also I work a full-time job and, yeah. you know, have all this. I have a family, so, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, though. Yeah, like, definitely. I'm definitely going to keep pushing it and uh-huh. just put as much as I can into it. My fiance definitely helped me out. I mean, she used to... Be like, you're putting too much money into this stupid hobby of yours. <laughs> and then once she saw me take it seriously, it was when she was like, okay, like, you know, you need to do this. Like, that's, I get ooh, it.
1: I, that's always good to get approval. Yeah. I, I mean,
3: I just, I just, I like can make a bait. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to make a bait that, you know, will stand up. Yeah. Cause not only am I trying to, you know, get these out there, but I fish them myself. Yeah. So I would rather have a bait that's gonna last five or six fish than go out and have a bait where oh cool I caught one fish on it time to switch yeah, yeah. definitely. it's just
1: and it's a fucking annoying as t- shit too oh <laughs> yeah it's like when you oh when you get a, a tail and when you you're get a like, tail like, like, ripped
3: fuck? off a swim bait it's just like <laughs> God damn it yeah that thing's done there ain't no fix on that <laughs> like fuck <laughs> I gotta turn around <laughs> and fucking grab another one yeah yeah. But no, it's just it's it's a lot of fun for me. And I just, you
1: focus mainly just on making bait. You don't have any apparel or anything, right? No, no. Uh,
3: I mean, I know the background to it. Like you were saying, like the screen printing and everything. I mean, I, I grew up in the punk scene. Yeah, DIY. Or <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fucking yeah. make our own <laughs> shirts, hardcore, bro. Printing and <laughs> graphics hey, in high up. school. <laughs> yeah, friggin', you know, just <laughs> making our own shirts and everything. I mean my buddies like I could go to them and have shirts yeah. made but it's just I don't see it right now. You'd rather just focus on Yeah, I'm what focusing you have in on the baits. I w- I want to make sure I have a solid lineup before I take it any farther. Yeah, definitely. And like I said I've revamped a bunch of my baits and I just I want to keep pushing that until I get them to where I'm happy.
1: And how long you've been doing the company like seriously?
3: <sighs> seriously? For about a year. Uh-huh. It's been off and on like a project for 3. Okay. Um like I said once my grandma passed like that's when this started. fishing got real serious, yeah. yeah. Well, swim bait fishing. Swim bait got, fishing got super, got super serious. serious. Like right after that I caught my purse or uh, I caught my first legal calico on a swim bait and I then know. after that it was just okay i'm doing nothing but swim bait fishing <laughs> everyone's like oh dude throw this nope i'm throwing swim baits <laughs> that's good and then i started making them and then it just slowly got better like the guy at eric's tackle eric he i talked to him off and on i've been going to that shop since i was you know six years
1: old where are they located at
3: uh they're in ventura ventura okay. yeah so it's it's seriously
1: that's your local minutes. tackle shop you'd like? Oh, oh yeah. Good. Okay.
3: I love going there. Like
1: we said before, we like to promote whatever tackle shop. Yeah, Eric's we'll tackle. Whatever.
3: Eric definitely, he knows his stuff. He'll, He's super knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he saw, or I talked to him at uh, Fred Hall. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, well, bring me some samples. And then he was the first one to pick me up. And then I talked to him later, like, oh, yeah, I made this and that. And he's like, well, bring me some He's like, "What are you doing? Like, get them over here, basically." And then, you know, I took those over there, and like this year, I, I've actually gotten a little more exposure due to that. Um, actually, I got into one other tackle shop, which is uh fishing fools in oh, yeah. the valley. Okay, um, where that was are due dedicated? to my, due to a buddy. Uh, they are in Carls, the valley. I don't know exactly where. I can't tell you i haven't been to the actual store but yeah. the, guy, the guy the guy that owns it. cool yeah yeah the guy that owns it is actually in channel islands like right there by oh, us really? okay yeah he's he's right there uh in oxnard so he's right by me um so a buddy of mine actually hooked me up with him uh-huh. so you know he's just like yeah he, he wants some baits from you and i was like oh, okay talk to him he's like i need 100 baits oh like fuck. in two days <laughs> So how like many
2: silicone
1: molds do you have? One. Uh, well, for <laughs> hey, for this, this is where I know yeah. I know little things like where I'm for like, the for the size bait- it takes me to fucking pour four baits because I have one fucking mold
3: <laughs> for the size bait he wanted at the time I had three. Oh, so I was gosh, like, how many dude. do you want? And he's like, a hundred. And I was like, oh, God, okay. Up all night. It'll on. be a week. And he's just like, I need them in two days. I'm like shit so i I, you know i i did a couple uh a couple very long nights in my garage and then i turned around and like it was it was wasn't even like two weeks later he calls me he's like i need 150 baits how quick can you get them and i'm like what the hell like what'd you do with them (laughs) because it was when everybody wanted the red crab
2: oh yeah everyone's like red
3: crab so i had a color and people liked it and I can't tell you that it worked, <laughs> but I know they wanted more. So did he just so, call
1: for red crab? Is that what he wanted? Yeah.
3: like it that, And that's how it also started at our local landing. They were like, hey, we need red crab, 4-inch, nothing bigger. Wow. Wow. So, you know, my buddy had made me that 4-inch on his 3D printer, and I fine-tuned it, and I love that bait. I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that bait. That thing... That's the first swim bait I've ever felt that kicks like a crankbait. Wow. You'll feel it stutter in the water. And that thing, it's fun. But, yeah, they're like, yeah. So we'll take, uh, at first give us 50. Mm -hmm. So I took them 50 and then it turned around. It's like, all right, bring us 200. And I'm like, wait, what?
2: (laughs) Fuck me.
3: (laughs) So I spent 18 hours in my garage straight just pouring baits. And I was, here you go. All half
1: asleep the next day. Just like. (laughs) And going back, did you get your pores down to where you don't have to trim nothing? I'm sure.
3: Oh no, <laughs> I got done pouring and I was sitting there still,
1: just oh god, that's the fucking was... worst, dude. Oh, god. <laughs> dude,
3: I, I'll, I'm gonna be honest, I am I am not perfect at it at all. <laughs> like I'll still have to trim baits no matter what, dude. But I mean, it it's a passion of mine. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And to be able to go out. And honestly like it I I get stoked seeing other people catch stuff on. Yeah. But most of all I just have so much fun being like, "Hey, I caught that bass yeah. on my lure." Yeah. that's epic. That's fucking That's cool, that's man. most That's like the most appeasing thing to me. Yeah.
1: Definitely, definitely. Well, now let's talk about uh PB's. I'll start with you, man. Yeah. So, let's talk about your uh trout your Personal best, I guess you can talk about multiple. Uh, my my like...
0: personal best trout is fourteen point six, as a stock trout, and my personal best uh, non stock trout I would say is probably about seven pounds of cutthroat.
1: Where, whereabouts Damn. did you? Uh, that was at I mean June. you're going to say the lake, but like
0: That was up in the Sierras. Okay, yeah.
1: Um, wow. On what line? Two pound. Two pound. Yeah. Jesus, man.
0: And then, uh, personal best Justin large mouth leave, is, <laughs> you
1: got to go to work. So <laughs> hi Justin.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, personal best large mouth is around nine pounds. And that was out of a pond.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah,
0: on a swim bait. <laughs> uh, I was, bait? I was probably like 16.
1: What kind of swim bait? Just a uh, plastic.
0: Uh, it was a, it was a big hammer. Really? Yeah. A wow. pearl white big hammer. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, it was like midsummer too. So <laughs> we, were, we were just down there fucking like around, fucking probably. around, yeah. drinking, fucking yeah. burning a bowl. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Yeah, just running like... it down the shoreline and bam. So that. <laughs> and then uh, I think my personal best halibut is like 34 inches, nothing too
1: big. That's, I mean, was that from the surf too... or was that from? That was from a lagoon. <laughs> that's big for
2: a Yeah, lagoon. That's nice. Yeah.
0: I've caught bigger ones on the boats down in Mexico, but they weren't long. They were just like in Mexico, they get stacked yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. It was like 10 pounds
1: shit yeah what about your uh so your calico's five
3: uh yeah my personal best calico is a 5.6 uh-huh. personal a spotty beast. is
1: it was 2.9 that's fucking big too dude <laughs> We're spotty dude, yeah dude. that's a big spotty and honestly was it I'm up gonna, your way to ventura up that way or was it
3: it down? was no it was in in my harbor channel islands harbor okay yeah, go ahead and hate on me, guys. But I don't care. Um, There's nothing to hate <laughs> on for that. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, that harbor.
1: Uh, I'm sure you figured it out after living up there, and it's
3: <laughs>
2: you not would, really you, yeah. would, you would
3: think so, dude. I there was a point in time where I fished that harbor every single day. I put in more time in that harbor than I did at work. Wow. Um, and like I thought I had it figured out. <laughs> And then I'd turn around and do something else, and be like, "What the hell? I'm catching bigger fish now." Yeah. And then so I was like, "Okay, well I'm going to focus on that." Yeah. And I stopped doing that and switched back to where I originally started, and I'd catch something bigger. Wow. It's like so this har- that harbor it's it's not fished that often, uh-huh. or lately it hasn't been. So honestly, if you would have fished that harbor three years ago, mm-hmm. your occurrence of catching a spotty. None really. That's we awesome. were not Passers, catching. Yeah, I mean, and then it was. Or do you think
1: it just changed? Things just changed more. Not not that it was outfished, fish, but
3: it, I don't. I can't. I, don't I can't honestly answer yeah. that because like, yeah. I've I've talked to guys that have fished that harbor, you know, back in the day, and they told me, dude, we used to sit there and catch two and three pound spotties all the time. Yeah, like we'd fish them on every corner; they'd be yeah. there. Yeah, and then, like out of nowhere, I guess they either got out fished uh-huh. or. Bucker Brigade or something, <laughs> but they just... That usually happens. They kind of just disappeared. And then just this year, I know for sure, the spotties came back like full force.
2: Wow. That's sick. It
3: got to the point where I was fishing the jetties out there, and I was catching more spotties than I was sand bass. Yeah. When the year before, the same spots I was fishing, it was nothing but sand bass. Uh-huh. And then stuff, it's just... It kinda of all moved around. They they built some new areas a couple of years back in the back bay and everything and
1: Is there any MLPA over there where you can't go fish past a certain point?
3: No, not really in the no. harbor. Okay. It's basically like stay off the docks. Yeah. If you fish the rocks though, you're good. Yeah. I mean there's a lot of people back there though that'll be like, Hey, there's no fishing. <laughs> fuck you yeah basically oh, what Get it the is they don't, they don't want you near their fucking house they're like "Hey, too bad it's fucking hey, water i can go where the fuck i
1: want if i'm on a boat eat dick yeah basically dude like there's
3: there's an area back there where like it's it's super like snotty rich people and yeah. they're just like hey i don't want you fishing like i heard of a story of a guy talking about a lobster that it was some guy's pet lobster. I think I've heard um, that. I heard yeah, that yeah, out, out of here, fucking, really? like you know, you guys can't fish this area because there's a pet lobster, and oh, you might get the hook it out of here. And it's just it's dumb shit that people say. But I mean, that harbor it definitely holds some mysteries. There is a pet uh, sheephead in that harbor. I know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing's like it, it has to be thirty pounds. Fuck, and I've shit. heard stories that. You know, it won't eat anything on a line, uh-huh. but if you go over there with like squid in your hand, it'll eat out of your hand. It'll come wow. up out of the fucking yeah. Water. It'll come up right to the edge. Et- <laughs> I had that thing swim at my feet
2: oh, when shit. I was throwing
3: a pearl swim bait. Yeah, pearl white brought it by my feet. Yeah. That thing came up and then just you know kind of looked at me and it was like, "Oh, that's not food, late." <laughs> <laughs> so. It was just one of those things. Like that harbor definitely is holding. There's there's bat rays in that harbor that have to weigh over 200 pounds.
2: That's I mean, huge, I, I've
3: bro. hooked into a bat ray in that harbor that took me, you know, two hours to even get it by my feet on hundred pound braid. How big?
1: How big was it? Like
3: uh red? the size of the hood of a Volkswagen, probably. <laughs> it's probably like
1: five feet wide at least
3: uh the head on it i can tell you is like a foot and a half wide
1: Ooh, that's a big motherfucker so yeah.
3: i mean there, there's big ones in there yeah and it's it, the funniest thing is, is they swim shallow yeah you'll see them come up to the surface yeah. but yeah my personal best spotty is the 2.9
2: what about
1: large
3: our uh large personal best is probably like three pounds
2: that's
1: not bad i mean I, yeah. I, i'll take that all day dude like Uh, But did you do a lot of largemouth bass fishing for a little bit? When I was a kid, yes. Okay.
3: Ever since I switched to Uh saltwater, I've kind of stuck to it. Just A lot of my my buddies, like, they want to go fish the lakes and stuff. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I'll go. But I don't know what it is. I just, I kind of stand off from freshwater. It's not that I don't want to. I just feel like I suck at it, so I just don't do it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, I've, I've been trout fishing. I, I know how to catch trout. I just figured out that they'll eat little jerk baits and stuff. <laughs> um, But, yeah, when it came to freshwater bass fishing, I was just like, dude, I suck at this. Which is crazy because I, I grew up in North – I spent a year in North Carolina. Uh-huh. There was a lake down the street from my house, and we'd catch them on live minnows. But when it came to – swim bait fishing and shit yeah. like that shit, i didn't figure that out till i turned 23 oh, fuck <laughs> we we used to throw i'm sorry we used to throw those uh bass assassins <laughs> when i was a kid uh-huh. oh me and my buddy used to get a crack out of that name <laughs> Bass <assassins. laughs> don't throw those stupid things Mega bass them. And then, we, <laughs> and then we never catch shit. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah. I thought they were supposed to kill bass. Like we were, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what happened? have <laughs> caught shit, man. <laughs> it happens. But, dude, it happens. You know, now that I'm older, like I've I've realized all the different stuff there is out there to throw for him. Yeah. just it's nuts how close freshwater bass fishing is to calico fishing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've seen some of the SWBA guys, are you know, we're we're big club fucking uh cow uh, uh large mouth guys and they came over and yep killed yeah it's, it it it's and, just and start dominating like, because yeah. they have all the technique yeah like scott penthal and uh and matt cobs and uh todd todd klein i mean he's like a, a bass master's guy flw oh yeah and he enters you know he was yeah. i'm like fuck dude why not yeah <laughs> <laughs> like one <laughs> that... of those like we talked about it on the uh, ballast point one it's like catching you know like a three pound spotted bay bass is like catching like a Oh, dude! Like a ten pound, yeah. 10 pound largemouth. Oh,
0: yeah.
3: Oh, my personal best. Like that thing's funny. Actually, how I caught it. I was throwing an A rig. And so, th-
1: uh, so you're a you're a rig guy because I've heard some some uh, backlash for guys that fish a rig. Yes, you- I, I do
3: fish a rigs
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's how I caught my personal best uh,
3: calico and and Spot, spotty.
2: Uh, uh, damn.
3: Actually, no, I take that back. I caught my personal best spotty. Sand Bass, and an Calico on an all on the a Oh,
1: man. Let the shit storm begin. <laughs> you spend, you spend the, <laughs> how much does your A-Rig cost usually set up? Uh
3: I buy the cheap ones. <laughs> good, call, good call. Make it work. I, uh, there's actually a website called WLure. Uh-huh. They sell them for two ninety nine. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. a good deal, dude. So I bought my first one on there. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, you catch like three fish and then the arms start falling off. <laughs> so luckily like you it's know two ninety nine, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's $2.99. <laughs> I bought five more for the same yeah. price. A, do- of a one. dollar a fish. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like you know, I caught all of those fish. My personal best sand bass actually I caught in the Long Beach Harbor uh-huh. and it was like four and a half pounds. Nice. Nice dude. Fishing from shore. Yeah. That thing hit like at the bottom of the rocks, like right by my feet. So far. I thought I caught a halibut because it got yeah. stuck and I was yeah. like, oh shit. And then the next thing I know, it came out and I was like, oh shit, it's just a giant sand. <laughs> but I mean, still, just, yeah. I use them mostly as a search bait. Like, yeah. Right. You know, a lot of people talk about it throwing a search bait. They're yeah. Like, That's my search bait. A-ray. I'll throw an A ray Yeah. Yeah. I'll try to figure out where they are in the water column, up Uh top, down on the bottom, like quick retrieves, slow, whatever. See what they want. Like that's the easiest way to figure it out for me is Uh throwing the A-Rig. Yeah. Then after that, if I want to, I'll switch down to, you know, a single. Yeah. And then if I can start nailing them on that, then I know whatever I'm throwing, whatever I'm throwing is good. If not, it's just that A-Rig, switch back to it. Yeah. (laughs) But... Yeah. Definitely. That's 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 how I, you know, started all that.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about uh rookie mistakes. So it doesn't need, <laughs> it doesn't need to be a well, usually we usually ask boat, you know, owners because you know, we got some a lot of people have boats and they fuck it up real good. So uh, <laughs> but I mean I've done some dumb shit just from the shore, you know, lost poles or whatever. So yeah, we'll start yeah. with you, Matt. Like you have a good Oh, I got story. a laundry list of, of dumb maneuvers. A, I remember catching that fucking hook in the back of my leg once. Oh, I've, yeah. I've hooked
0: myself uh, with a spoon in the back of my ear casting. <laughs> uh, that was fun. It went all the way through. Oh, fuck. Uh, I've lost rods in the water. Um, one, one rookie maneuver that was pretty cool at one of the lagoons, I, uh, <laughs> I was throwing a swim bait on one rod, and I had the other rod out soaking a piece of squid or something, and the uh-huh. rod got yanked yeah. into the water. So I threw out my swim bait and let it sink down and by luck just caught the oh, line. Man. And it was only like a 12-inch halibut. It was tiny. No <laughs> way. It just yanked it out of the holder. Uh, I've lost rods before not watching them. Um, I flipped a kayak before in the Oceanside Harbor. Lost all my tackle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> rods everything? Uh, I, I grabbed my rod. you the hooks on the rods? On the- I oh, had my rods okay. hooked. Uh the two boxes I had on top, which two boxes doesn't sound like a lot, but when it's full of like, oh yeah, dude, expensive well, Rapalas gear, yeah. and shit, like dude, it was all that gone. Could have been. Uh, a lot of stuff like that. I've done a lot of. <laughs> shit. I've caught other people casting. Like, oh, dude. Yeah, laundry list. <laughs> yeah, that
1: down and the, the uh, down the harbor over there too is kind of like a, you know, a lot more could happen down there.
0: Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, I've caught birds.
1: Yeah, I mean, most of us have. <laughs> you know, you cast
0: like, out a swim bait or an iron or something, and a bird goes down and slams yeah, on it, and you're like, Fuck. exactly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, uh I'm trying to think of something where something major happened from a rookie mistake, but I can't can't pin. I've done a lot of bonehead shit, but I can't pinpoint <laughs> one major accident. Um, You know, there there was one. My buddy had a pretty nice setup, and uh, I was throwing a swim bait with it, and I threw it out and I set it down on a rock to like check my phone or something real quick. And it must have been on the fall, something hit it and yanked it in the water and it was fucking gone. I
1: was like
2: uh, <laughs> I guess I owe you a yeah. like
0: a five hundred dollar setup.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> oh. a nightmare, dude. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Dan? You got any good uh rookie mistakes? Oh, I got plenty.
3: <laughs> um <heard of> again.
1: <laughs> Give us your best one.
0: Uh the best one.
3: Well, one was at a trout tournament. We went out there, and I had two rods in my kayak. Uh The kayak I first bought, it was a death trap. (laughs) So that thing was all unstable. Yeah, And so I had both rods and the rod holders in the back, and my buddy told me, oh, there's fish over here. So I went to turn around, and when I did, I caught my rod and flicked it out. Well, I didn't even realize it. Because it was a little thin trout rod, yeah. so I kept paddling, and my buddy goes, "The hell is that?" And I turn around and look, and I just see the butt of my rod going underwater. Oh god! Well, it man. turns out the area that we had actually stopped and went down to like forty feet. So who knows which way that rod went? Yeah. It wasn't like I can down and like, "It's <laughs> gone." Oh, there it yeah. is! Like it was gone. <laughs> and then uh, that same kayak, I flipped it twice. First time was in Malibu. Luckily, I didn't lose anything. Whereabouts? Out. Uh, I was I was out fishing. Uh, Leo, Carrillo. Okay. Me and my buddy went out there. Uh, best part was. <laughs> oh, this is a great story. My fiance is gonna be pissed about this. <laughs> uh, best part was like my fiance didn't know where I was, but she knew I was in Malibu. Uh, find my iPhone. Cause my no, <laughs> no, my buddy is a dumbass, and he posted a video of us sitting uh-huh. out in the kelp <laughs> and so she knew right away and like i guess he said something about malibu
1: uh-huh. so well you flipped out in the kelp then no
3: oh i flipped like, on the way in oh good like, but oh, what happened was uh shit. we got done fishing you know put everything in the rod holder uh-huh. started paddling in and my buddy like he makes it in and he even told me he's like surf came up like when you get going
1: just go so are you landing back on the beach yeah
3: coming back in and so like you know wave goes by and he's like you got we got to count it out so i'm sitting there counting it out and i was like okay yeah i got to the point i was like all right i got it timed i I know the time now yeah so that thing was slow as hell by the way and i started (laughs) and i'm like all right i got it i got it and he's just like lean back and as soon as i heard that i was like oh fuck there's a wave behind nose me. down right and like... then it just it came back and just <laughs> all i saw was sand and i was oh, like this is gonna fuck. be really bad <laughs> so it nosedives and flicks me out of the kayak shit so i land and it like swirls me in the wave i start grabbing my kayak trying to grab my rods and everything and pull everything in And so I'm soaking wet, and I look up, and my fiance is right there. Oh fuck!
1: She came to get you.
2: And she's just like,
3: she's like, "So you're fishing the harbor, huh?" And I was (laughs) like,
1: "Oh fuck!"
2: (laughs) I busted. So that one was that one
3: was bad. And then uh, I went out and fished a local uh, oil platform. It's a little island, like right by us. Uh Went out there because calico bass fishing out there can be good, can be crap. Yeah. I caught rockfish all day, so I was just like, this is crap. I'm going home. Yeah. And on my way in, there ended up being, like, a cross current. So there was a wave coming. It was, like, reflecting off uh-huh. and then coming back. So the waves turned into a V. Uh-huh. So I started coming in, and I was like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Whoop! It had just flipped the kayak. There went my car keys. <laughs> there went oh, my phone. Man. Yeah, and, like, I'm sitting there just, like, looking. Like, everything's floating away. And I'm just like, this sucks. So I ended up having to find some random person that owned a house right there and be like, can I, can <laughs> I, I use just... your phone? <laughs> I lost my whole life out there. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, yeah, so the best part is I had to call her at work. Yeah. And she's just like, you're fucking kidding me, right? And I'm Wait, like. Still, you
1: have to call your fiance again? Yeah. Oh, man. And she's like, you're fucking kidding me, right? I was like, <laughs> No. <laughs>
3: So she had to leave work and bring me my keys. And she's like, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. I was like, yeah, I've I know. I've heard those words are many
1: times. Too yeah, too. I think we
3: all have, you know? You're all it's just stick to shore pounding. Yeah, yeah, I was right. like, you know what? The if kayak thing, you know? I was like, I need a better kayak. So I bought another kayak. I haven't flipped that one yet uh-huh. ever since I bought the new one. That's nice, yeah. And then other than that, like I have sent probably $1,000 worth of stuff to the, the bottom oh, casting the same thing
1: just snapping those big swim baits fucking got me mm-hmm. oh yeah diamond valley took like 250 dollars. Oh, <sighs> because i'll be like oh at the beginning i was just throwing braid instead of throwing yep. a mono and fucking you know birds nest and i'm like trying to get it out and then i'm like that shit's gonna sink right now dude yeah so i try to reel it in it's <laughs> all stuck <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah fuck it's done it. fuck it i'm like ah what are you gonna do
3: yeah i wonder who would invest in one
1: of those uh those lure retrievers? I, I had one, but it didn't. It worked sometimes, you know. Like just sometimes for cranks, I feel like it worked cranks and uh, lipless crankbaits. Okay. Oh really, yeah, really good. But other than that, you know, fucking it is what it is. Yeah, it's fishing.
2: <laughs> you know? I, I probably have
3: like twelve a rigs stuck at the bottom of the Channel Islands Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody wants to go diving, yeah, I bet diving <laughs> some good shit
1: so let's uh let's talk about trout fishing let some pointers for if anyone's listening say uh you're not a great trout fisherman, but you want to start i if I was gonna go I would want to throw a little jerk baits yeah you got any pointers on like what kind of setup to use kind of so
0: right now in in the trout scene especially down here it's all about the mini jigs the uh-huh. little tube jigs um i'd say 90 percent of the loot you got all the guys that throw dough bait night yeah. crawlers and stuff yeah. and just real traditional but i'd say 90 percent of the the trout fishermen down here throw the jigs uh-huh. which gives a lot of us guys a huge advantage because we're out there throwing yuzuri's Rapalas, uh-huh. spoons everything yeah and they're not seeing those all the time they're seeing the jigs all the time uh i recommend at least four pound line i run two pound i like how it casts uh I run fluorocarbon.
1: What kind of a rod and reel do you like to use?
0: Um, I, I prefer Shimano's. I haven't converted over to the Phoenix side yet.
1: It's a lot of money, bro. Huh? It's a lot of money, bro. It's a lot of money,
0: <laughs> and I, I'm rough on rods. Yeah. Um, if I bought Phoenixes, I'd break them every time I went out. I can tell you that right now. I'm just rough on rods. So I, I, I've always been a, a cheap fisherman.
1: And what Shimano rods do you like to use?
0: Um, I have a Claris yeah, yeah, 7.6, uh, Ultralight, and then I run the uh, Symmetry, the 500. Yeah. I like the little micro reels. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the guys run the the Stratic with like a Phoenix setup, but that's not, it's not necessary. I mean, I can go buy a $20 combo at Walmart and go catch the same fish, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it's all how it feels when you're fighting the fish. So I recommend something at seven foot or higher. Uh huh um, either a 500 or a 1000 reel, probably two pound to four pound line mono or floro, It doesn't, it's just all preference uh-huh. on that. And, uh, I always tell people work the water columns. They try to go into the coves where the schools are and just fish with 30 other yeah, people. Exactly. And it's like, break off, go outside of that school. There's fish everywhere. You know, they just got to find them. And, uh, if, if, it's in Fish Taco Magazine. I think the article that the the magazine that just came out. Uh-huh. I did an article in there on lure fishing for trout in Southern oh, California. Cool, that I gave away a lot of little tips and secrets awesome. in there. I got some guff about that.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, where do you? Where can you check that out at?
0: Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure what stores they carry. I'm pretty sure Turner's has it. Uh-huh. A lot of little local small tackle shops carry it. But if you go on uh, Fish Taco mag.com yeah, I think it is. Out you can uh, email them and okay. ask them where they, s- it's a free magazine. Awesome. And, and surprisingly, and it's ocean and fresh. It's yeah. got everything in there. It wouldn't surprise me if you grabbed an issue and went, I know every single person in this magazine. <laughs> They're all locals from right down here cool, from LA man. to San Diego. Yeah. You know, that's super cool. a lot of ocean guys, a lot of tuna, a lot of the calico guys, a lot of the spotty guys. There's mm-hmm. a lot of lake fishermen. And uh, when I grabbed that issue that I did the article in, sitting there in my motel room when we went up to Bakersfield reading it. Uh-huh. I was like, Oh, that's pretty rad, man. A fucking article in a magazine. Is sweet. <laughs> and I start flipping the pages and I see my best, one of my best friends in there. So I sent him a picture. I'm like, Hey fucker, do you know you're in this magazine? He goes, what magazine is that? I'm like fish taco. He's yeah. like, didn't know I was in there. So I saw like six other dudes that I knew from Instagram. So I took pictures and sent it to him. And they're like, where can I get a copy yeah, of that? Dude, you know, Mark, it, it you know I've never been in a magazine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You know, so he just uses local guys and how he does the magazine is, uh, I think it's from ads. People pay for yeah. ads in there. So yeah, it's cool. it's free at tackle stores. At the Western
1: outdoor news recently too.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, Mike, I, I talked to him quite a bit. One of the writers for there. Uh-huh. And he's down out of uh, North County, San Diego. Cool and so uh he wanted me to kind of throw some of that article towards him Mm -hmm. on some tips and tactics for people that don't a lot of the guys know what they're doing trout fishing but even some of the ones that i've talked to that do know what they're doing are like dude you put some stuff in there that i didn't even know about yeah and then especially for the guys that are like a lot of my friends that fish the lagoons they just started trout fishing this season yeah and so i threw them a handful of advice and they're out there catching fish you know that's that's what it's all about
1: and it's cool because i feel like uh with Instagram, you're getting a bigger fishery now because people will see some cool trout fishing and be like, Maybe I wanna fucking try trout fishing Yeah. Too. Or they see spotties, Are they see, you know. Yeah. We need to just need someone to come up with a catfish. I don't yeah. see a lot of people I, I love catfishing, dude. I used that's how I started, you know, like yeah. with my kid and shit. So it was like catfishing's like but it's it's a different It's um
0: okay, so like the guys that that own Bait Pro, they're Mm -hmm. European, uh, uh, from England.
1: Oh, they have the whole fucking carp. Oh, they're they're the European carp saw with the bite alarms, and
0: these fools know what they're doing. I bet. Um, they had me come out one time out to Skinner just to watch, Uh and I was blown away. I was blown away at carp over there.
1: Oh yeah, a lot.
0: Uh, they got a few, and I can't disclose any locations. (laughs) Fucking kill me. But I, I went and watched. I they offered me to fish, and I said, "No, I'm just here to watch." I've never carp fished before, I want to see what this is all about. Their rigs that they use and, and the whole European style is just super technical. Yeah. And the biggest one they pulled in that day was twenty three pounds. And the guy's fucking pole almost went out of the holder and he's just, he's a bigger guy than me. Yeah. And he's trying to hold this pole back and it's just ripping him forward to the shoreline. And so uh I, I started taking a little interest in that and uh, have you
1: started carp fishing a little more? I
0: haven't yet, and the reason why is because trout's like full swing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. my one buddy who I, I trout fish with and he got the carp bug hardcore this year. Yeah. So he keeps wanting me to go out, but I'm like, everyone keeps telling me the springtime is when the big ones get caught. So I'm gonna wait yeah. <laughs> till like March or April and then I'll start it. Yeah. But uh carp fishing even here in the States now is huge. It's like bass fishing. Like yeah. their tournaments are 50,000, 60,000 payout. I know some are over 100 grand for, for the carp? payout for carp, dude. Oh, man. I'm telling you, a lot of my friends are like, fuck carp. You know, and that's how we grew up in Southern California. Carp is an invasive, invasive yeah. species and nobody it's wants it. Fish, it's an oversized right. goldfish. But yeah, these guys yeah. are trying to <laughs> flip people's minds like, no, these things can be a great species to fish for. They put up a good fight. They're not invasive at all. In fact, the bass are the invasive ones and the stripers.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, those tournaments pay out so much money. I'm like, That's Jesus wild, Christ, dude. I had no clue. But yeah,
1: it's another thing. Like if I knew more about it, I would be like, yeah, maybe I'll try to cart fishing. Yeah, it's if something you knew, to do. The thing is, is when you go to a lake sometimes, even when I, I try to go throw a trout, so I'll throw a little fucking rooster tail. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Throwing, like I know, <laughs> I can catch shit on cast masters usually everywhere. So I'll throw, I don't catch anything. And I go, fuck this. I'll just go to the, you know, because I quit. But if you knew how to do it, and you could kind of uh, have, like, a path to where, like, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and then I'm going to, you know, try to work on that. Yeah. and it's a and different the, story, you know? The
0: best thing to do is I always tell people when you go to a lake, there's going to be other people fishing for what yeah. you're fishing for. Strike up a conversation. Start talking to them. Don't go up immediately and say, hey, what are they biting on? <laughs> yeah, They'll tell you to get fucked. But if you go up and it's like, hey, man, that's, a nice, that's a nice dick, rod. You know, like, shoot a conversation at them, and then they might be... <laughs> He might tell you where the fish are, you know, and
1: and usually, yeah, it's like that. Like we talked about Seth's episode and and uh, it, walking around our local lakes, like in Buena Park and in mm-hmm. Fullerton, I always seen that one guy, and I'm like, remember that fucking guy? You know, because I'd always see him. And yeah, he didn't really talk to anyone. He'd say what's up, but yo, you know, yeah, has their the way. And we, most of the guys are cool. You'll see the lake guys there all the time. But yeah, like that's a even on boats. You know, you say what up, what's the guys. And some won't say what's yeah. up. Yeah, the fuck them. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically you know, how it goes. You know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's really cool. The carp thing, catfish. I mean, yeah, of I used to see him. Irvine Lake used to have. Oh man, Irvine was such her, a great. I, lake. That's right. I loved Irvine. My first bass. So like that's where I'm like.
0: Any uh, any guys that grew up around here, <laughs> you hear ask them about Irvine. They're like, Have fuck you yeah. ever
1: tried to fish Santiago uh, Canyon, the creek? I have not. You get in big trouble, but I heard. it's i had my friend roger he went down there and they caught like a 20 like a 22 or 22 pound catfish yeah damn. damn this is what they do is they take your name keep it in the system they find you again take everything and you get a fat ticket
0: oh yeah we got a lot of places down in sd that are yeah. like that yeah we you'll give you they'll let you off one time and, and then after it. that you're yeah. toast but you this
1: know? this place is like the shit but i just i've never i've never went down there because i'm I don't want to get or anything. yeah cat, catfish
2: <laughs> catfish
0: is one of the ones that i've never really fully got into yeah we'll do it for fun sometimes Yeah, exactly uh carp i've never even got into so that's next year i'll try um but yeah as far as like tips and techniques i mean the best thing you can do is just talk to people at the way yeah you know they'll let you know what's working and if yeah. you're nice to them um and it's it's just like Dough bait fishing, night crawler, whatever you're using, you know. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty much just a lure fisherman. I, I soak dough when I take my kids, yeah, my family and stuff, you know. And I'm just throwing that out. But there's a lot of resources online. Yeah, a lot of those forums. Um, I know uh, SoCal Trout. That's an Instagram. Uh huh. He's getting ready to start a website there you go that's like bloody decks kind of yeah but for, for fresh water and fresh water for, for awesome. trout for trout primarily but yeah. i'm sure people will talk on there about bass and yeah. shit like that and that's going to be really good for and, and they're going to promote local businesses and stuff awesome. like that so it's going to be really good for a lot of the guys that are trying to get into trout. you know something to do with the kids on the weekend or yeah. just an extra fishing you know experience of
1: course and when it gets cold that's what when it kind of ch- everyone's fishing changes except Trout. I mean that could yeah, be better, right? Yeah.
0: So that's I I used to fish like halibut and all that stuff till probably like October, November. Yep. And then, you know, I'd keep going through the winter, but it just got so dismal that it wasn't that fun. And then, you know, I could go two, three times a week to the local lake for yeah. seven bucks and go yeah. fuck it up. I'm like, okay, this is good for me. And then that's yeah, like yeah. I said, I started going to the Sierras a lot. And we go for a week at a time now. Uh So it's just nonstop up there. Just camping uh, with the kid. Yeah, camping. Uh, Our first trip we do in June is with uh, my pops and a couple of my cousins and a few buddies. And we've been doing it every june for about 15 years that's fun man And so we got it dialed in up there you know we, go, we bring people that never have been trout fishing and they'll catch 50 fish in a day and they're like oh this is fucking easy i go yeah come up by yourself and see how good you do you ain't gonna catch shit
1: <laughs> oh that's the truth so man. yeah it's all, it's all it's all
0: about just getting on the water with anything spotties calicos halibut yeah. tuna, yellowtail you go out and you fish it and do it and talk to people yeah. and learn and learn and learn a lot of people on instagram now they just want to hit up 500 people and ask all a million questions, but then they go out and they still don't catch. And then and they're knocking nothing
1: them. new. Cause I feel like the same way on fishing network was the same fucking. Yeah. New. Everyone yeah. would ask a million questions, but is no. that even, is that around still? I don't know. I wanted to reach out to uh the main dude that guy Wingnut. Yeah to get him on because like, that's kind of when I started fishing. Yeah. So I wanted to find out and like talk to him about that because I haven't heard, of, that's heard like heard the that original in a like Instagram of fishing to me. Like yeah. when I started, everyone would talk so much shit on there and fucking <laughs> you know it was fun though. And you got it to be part of the special group. We need to interview the SWAT team. Oh, there's saltwater assassin team, whatever that <laughs> those motherfuckers would kill it dude from the shore. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, and then, um, the other company you fish for is
0: uh, Sierra Slammers. So I, oh, well, I he's what, outside of Reno now, okay. but he he was from around here. Uh-huh. And uh, you know when I was younger, they a lot of little tackle stores down in San Diego had them, and they kind of just went away. Uh-huh. And there's it became that there are so many jig companies and stuff around here that I could trade hat. I trade you a hat for like three packs of jigs or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. know. So that's like. I got boxes stacked up just from trading shirts shit. and shit all yeah. summer stacking up for the winter, yeah, but um, I always like their their brand and you know how their' bait swimming, they make these little mini uh, two inch paddle tails that with an underspin uh-huh and it's fucking... kill it yeah, uh, oh, <laughs> you know, and they don't you can't find them. they're yeah. about to be back in Turner's, okay, so that'll be really big for them, and then I'm trying to get them in a lot of the lakes and local stores down in San Diego, so they're about to blow back up again,
1: awesome,
0: but yeah, they. They've been around for a long time, and, and some people know who they are. Some people don't, yeah. but they got a good product.
1: What uh, and What's your favorite local tackle shop where you're at?
0: Well, where I am in Temecula, um, we have a couple small tackle stores, but it's pretty much Turner's. Turner's. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. much what we got. When I lived down in Oceanside, we had Pacific Coast Bait and Tackle, uh-huh. and uh, Angler's was another one yeah. that was pretty good. And mm-hmm. then there's a few, like LP Fishing Supply. I know yeah. those guys. But I'm rarely down there, so I got turners. Yeah. They they actually the one in Temecula has a pretty good selection. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah,
1: definitely. And let's uh give some tips on your bait. Like what what do you like to fish here? You're just throwing a leadhead. Certain size lead head on your maybe five inch. You know, uh the five inch, inch, inch
3: I usually I usually run anywhere between a one ounce to a two ounce. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the war baits. I love fishing those, especially right there on the kelp. Uh don't really have to worry about much and uh yeah the way those baits swim especially the four inch you Mm -hmm. can do the same thing throw that all the way up they might even fit those new three ounce okay i know for a fact my buddy he's used the pyramid you know old school lead heads (laughs) yeah and used a two ounce and caught cod on one of those four inch baits wow so i know you can fish them and like i said the way that tail kicks i mean you could slow retrieve it you can yeah you can burn that thing through the water and it it's going to cause some disruption. What it leader gets there in line,
1: to... like a leader and you know, like you're 50. Pound I am or...
3: overkill. I fish <sighs> 65 pound braid to usually 40 pound mono. Okay. Mono. I fish mono.
1: No floral. Huh? Nope. I wow. fish mono.
3: <laughs> Actually, I just bought my first light setup. Really? Uh, it's 20 pound braid to 25 pound
1: fluoro. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I usually fish I yeah. usually fish fifty to twenty, yeah that's that's
3: my right. light setup, so everything else is way up,
1: well, you know i and i, I always all my gear I, I i surf fish for a long time, that's how I know fishing network and I caught mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of fish from the surf, so I'd always go fifty pound bridge straight, everything, oh yeah, because I where I fish was South Orange County, so there'd be boilers everywhere, and I'm wow. like if I get hit, I got to donkey that thing fucking hell. right. You know, so now I'm learning more about leaders as I fish, you know, like kelp and the wall or whatever it might be. But yeah, like I think that's a good tip if you can get people like like you said right now, the tip that you're using. So they if they want to buy your bait, they they know kind of where Yeah,
3: get. that's what I usually fish. I mean Which they have a rod and reel do you like uh, I run a the rod I'm using right now is a eight foot seeker inshore special. Uh huh. Um and I'll use. I have a Lexa three hundred.
1: Great rod, yeah, great rod. Yeah,
3: and then my other inshore rod that I use is actually a nine foot Californian, uh-huh. which is now a Seeker rod. Okay. So it's basically the cheapest, or not Seeker. Sorry, Phoenix. Okay. So it's basically the cheapest Phoenix you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I got that thing for like two ten out the door. Uh, that's a good price. And uh, same thing. Lexa, hmm. Lexa 300, and then my heavier rod is a Californian Calico special. Okay. Which is the old school rod. That rod is heavy as hell. Yeah. I'll tell you the one thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> that for
1: kelp and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And you that's
3: out? that's on a Lexa
1: 400. Okay. So you like the Lexas a lot then? I do. Okay.
3: Dewa, I, I love those reels. Yeah. I had a Tranks, and after like six months of fishing it hard, it took a shit on me. Really? Yeah.
1: Because that's what, I mean, that's... That's like the premier thing people use. Yeah, to is, no, I don't. use I use the Rebo's. I love all I and mean, then the inshores. Oh them. yeah, I have them all. But I had the Lexus for a minute. And it just didn't feel right, and then I ran the Rebo's and I love them. But yeah, I mean everyone. I mean, I thought about getting a next. I like, got two hundred. That new one is there, that. That's pretty. The fucking.
3: only reel that I've had from. The only tranks I've had is a 400 mm-hmm. and mine was a first gin when they started selling them at a uh, Fred hall. Yeah. Yeah. I fished that thing for six months straight and then I don't know where it locked up on me.
1: Did you send it back or did they?
3: No. Um I had had a buddy mess with it. So if I were to send it in, they would have been yeah. like, well, you screwed with Someone it. Someone opened so, it already. Yeah. And then, yeah. so I tried to clean it out and after that I was just like, all right. Did you try to take it to a real repair guy or you just. I, I took it to one of our <laughs> local shops and. It was. It just got to the point where I was like, "Dude, I'll stick to my
1: Lexas. <laughs> I, I got <laughs> a cheaper, you know. They can. If they I got Alexa
3: four hundred for Christmas of uh, four years ago.
1: And you're still using the same one, huh?
3: That thing casts better than my new one out of the box.
2: Wow. Yeah, it's funny like, how that works out. Like, yeah,
1: that. dude. Sometimes it's seasoned. Like, like yeah. that
3: thing. <laughs> It's it's those damn reels are workhorses. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've fallen in the rocks. I've <laughs> I've beat the shit out of my reels, and those Lexas are still kicking. Yeah, me. like I don't know what it is. I feel like I can't break them. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I stick with those reels, and I've used them in freshwater. I've used them in salt water. Yeah, so
1: awesome, awesome. Well, thanks guys today for coming on. If they want to check you out, Matt, what's some places they can check you out at?
0: Uh, we're on online, uh, www.anglerclothingcompany.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at anglerclothingcompany. Uh, my personal is at matt760fish.
1: Okay. And then the companies that you fish for, where they can find those? Uh, bait
0: Pro. Baitpro. Uh, they're on Instagram at baitpro, uh-huh. uh, www.baitpro.net. And Sierra Slammers is on Instagram as well. Uh, it's at Sierras underscore Slammers. Awesome. And I believe their website is sierraslammers.com.
1: And yeah, we'll, when, when the episode comes out, we usually will tag whatever companies you know. Like awesome. You, you're for so that you know there's promotion. Perfect. I appreciate and that. And then Redemption Swim Bates, It's just lie.
3: at Redemption Swimbaits. And if they, they want to do some orders, they can DM yeah, you. Yeah, they can just go ahead and contact me directly through there. Awesome. Um, and then, Yeah.
1: Great. Well, thanks, guys, for coming on. Hey, man. Super thanks for cool. having me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Till next episode, guys. Later on. All right. Later.